0: We now enter the third week of Advent. Our first week of Advent invited us to wait for the Lord. Adventus Christus, prepare the way of the Lord, prepare for his second coming. Last week, we were called to prepare a special place in our hearts for him to dwell, to remain with us and to be with us. Today is Gaudente Sunday, where we're all called to rejoice in the Lord and to be excited for his second coming. But sometimes the question begs to differ and say, what are we really rejoicing about? We live in a society and time where everything comes very quickly. We see stores bring out Christmas decorations even before Thanksgiving. We as people begin to shop, to go crazy, to go get things for these celebrations. Time begins to pick up. We're running from one location to the next. From office parties, to family parties, to staff parties, to other gatherings whatsoever. And we're always in a rush to do things. And we've never had a chance to stop. But what then happens is we get sucked in to the consumeristic idea, the consumeristic aspect of the holidays. And then we hear on the the Christmas station that we all should have this wonderful holiday cheer, right? But yet when we get to the stores, get to the churches, and get to these situations... There is no holiday cheer. We see people getting angry at each other. We're seeing people rush from one thing to the other, ignoring everyone around them, always focused on what they're doing. We have people cutting each other off in parking lots. We have fist fights break out in malls and things like that. So then what is there to be rejoicing in this Christmas season? It's no less than just any other day of the year. It's, no, it's just like any other day to be happy. It's a situational and a circumstantial thing where we're excited and feeling good one hour, and then with an hour later, we're ready to rip each other's heads off. So what is this rejoicing and this joy that the church is calling us today to enter into. This joy that we're rejoicing about is the joy and gift of the Lord, the most priceless gift of all. Because when he becomes the center of our lives and becomes the most important thing in our lives, everything else makes sense. So I want to give you a breakdown of the word joy. J, Jesus first, O, others second, Y, yourself last. Jesus first, others others second, yourself last. We hear in our Gospel reading today three categories that exist, families, tax collectors, and soldiers. We hear throughout the gospel reading that each category is invited to give their access to the other. Because first and foremost, they realize everything is a gift from God. What we are given, what we're able to do is because God, first and foremost, has given it, us, given it to us to use. To make use of it for the betterment of each other and for the betterment of our society and world. Others. That gift of others. Instead of focusing on ourselves and making it all about me. Me. I want this, it's gonna be better for me, me, me. In our lives, it could be simple things as, honey, I need you to do this, this, and this. Or even, honey, my love language is gifts. Therefore, I need you to give me that Maserati in in the garage. I need this nice big house to live in Or I need the next, best, latest and greatest thing. Or even, let's go to Barcelona, let's go to, name it, Cancun, whatever, Puerto Vallarta. And that's where I want to be every day. But we forget the purpose. And finally, yourself. Because when we have priorities of God first, other second, the gifts and the ability that comes from that is repaid back in many fold. When I give a smile, it brings joy to someone's life and how that joy, that life, that smile that you've just offered to someone can drastically change and impact someone's life. But then that joy that you've brought that person brings you comfort and consolation. But if we look at these three categories, family, the tax collectors and soldiers, in a negative light, it shows us the vices that we can enter into if we are not careful in entering joy. First and foremost, possessions. The possessions take over our lives. It's always about things. If I have an old, beaten up car and I have possessions, I want the next car. I want to hold on to it and keep it. In keeping it, do we make room for others to give? If I have everything and I hold on to everything, where is the room for other gifts? Where is room for God to dwell in? And where is the room for God to be a part of our lives? Second is money. If I have five dollars, my mentality is to make interest off of it. But what does that do? If I have a decent job and I'm working and I know that I can work more to make more, then why don't I just work more? But what does that do? That puts us in the cyclical environment in which every day we work. We have to work for more money. If I have an old Toyota Camry, I then need to upgrade to a Lexus, to a BMW. But in doing so, you incur more debt, you incur more headaches, and then what does that then lead to? More work, more frustration. It turns it everything into about me. It doesn't matter who's in my way. It doesn't matter my family, my friends. Nothing else matters anymore except myself and my money. Mind, mind, mind. Finally, prestige. In that mind, we begin to eliminate each other because instead of seeing each other in love as a family, we see each other as enemies, as threats. And we're all out to take each other and club each other at the knee so that you're eliminating any sense of competition so then what does that do for us it puts us in a vicious cycle of lifelessness of anger of frustration of unhappiness but what is the joy that god promises us today If we set God first and eliminate possessions, money, prestige and let God enter and dwell into our hearts, that joy will exist and rest and remain with us forever. Happiness fades. Happiness for us in our lives is just like a roller coaster. Day, there's days that are good and you can be happy about things. But that happiness dwells and fades when we're faced with our death, with our reality, when parents have to bury their child, when we see the destruction of the world around us. But when we have God resting in our hearts and dwelling among us in our hearts in joy, none of that matters. None of that will affect us because that gift of joy is a priceless gift and a gift that will help us see the true meaning behind the situation and circumstance that we are in. So are we ready and willing to enter into that joy where Jesus is first, others are second, and yourself third or are we just content with just being happy going about the Christmas season the Advent season just with the holiday cheer or just coasting through the holiday seasons because our house our parties don't look or aren't anywhere near any of the hallmark parties or the Hallmark Christmas shows. Because joy, my dear brothers and sisters, rests in Christ. When we rest and let Christ be the center of our lives, the first of everything, everything changes. Because it always endures, and even as a flicker of light in our darkness, it's always a sense of surety, A sense of security and a sense of hope so as we finish our advent season and as we're called to rejoice let us look at our own lives and ask ourselves what are the priorities in life what's hindering us possessions money prestige that's hindering us From truly experiencing joy a joy where God is first others are second and yourself is last a joy that is eternal a joy that bears through all things that's just not an advent moment but a way of life a way of living and a way in which God's light shines and radiates in and through our lives for the rest of our lives. Amen.